Welcome back to Open Door Policy, Danielle. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? This fine evening or morning, depending on when people are listening. <laughs> this fine nondescript moment in time, right? This, 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 this time, yeah. Yeah, I am doing great. I'm very grateful for uh, just the gifts that we've had during this whole pandemic time. You know, looking back and saying, like, there's there's been lots to complain about and worry about, but there's a ton uh, to be grateful for. And one of the things I'm really grateful for is the people we have with us today. And so we have Father Patrick Gagno. Hey, Father Patrick. Hey, Father Steve and Danielle. Good to see you. And Hello. the wonderful Emily Mentock. Emily, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me in the studio for the first time. Thanks for being here. You know, a few weeks ago, um, you you called me and uh and I answered, we were chatting, you went on a cool trip to Santa Fe, I want to say, and then um, you were just kind of like, hey, I, I don't know, uh, I think that, like, we were, we were discerning um, about, about the podcast, about where we've been, where we are going, and we just discerned that it was time to, to step away and let some new folks um, steer as, as co-hosts. Uh, the listeners will remember Father Patrick Gagno and Emily is a new voice, but very welcomed as well. So this is a special episode for us. This is a, a transition episode of sorts where we remember, I, how many episodes do we have? 50, 60, something think, like that? I think 409 it was. I believe <laughs> yeah. that was the number. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love how um, I love how you just dive right in, Danielle. Like there's no build up, no no hiding it. Just dive right in. Ron, our wonderful producer, is telling me fifty-four episodes wow. of open door policy we've done and fifty-four wonderful episodes mm. with you, Danielle, and hearing all the graces that God is working in your life. Yeah. Getting to share uh, those graces in my life, as well as um, just meeting people all around the Archdiocese of Detroit and beyond who are unleashing the gospel, doing awesome things to make Jesus known and loved. And now we have a chance to uh, offer that opportunity to Father Patrick and Emily. So we are so happy that you two are taking the reins of Open Door Policy, and we, have, we are so confident the show is going to be just as good and probably better Whoa. now with you here. So thank you guys so much for doing this. Hey, Father Stephen Danielle, thank you for allowing us uh, the opportunity to follow in your beautiful footsteps. I have loved Open Door Policy, and I think for those out there right now listening, um, there's no doubt that I, I'm sure there's people right now that heard this, and uh, it's like a shock because the, the joy that the Lord has given you and Danielle and the synergy and the role that this podcast has played in the Unleash the Gospel movement to week after week give great interviews, give great inspiration, and do it with joy and, and humor. Um, it's been no small feat, and it's no small task to follow you guys, but we're counting on the same Holy Spirit who has done wonderful things through you guys to help Emily and I put a couple wheels on our wagon, get some hitch the donkeys and get on the dusty trail. <laughs> Emily, you ready for it? I'm excited. Well, we're so grateful to, to both of you and for doing this episode with us. Um, but as the Father Patrick just alluded to for our listeners, I'm sure it's a bit of a shock. There's so many memories um, from Open Door Policy, and we'd actually love to spend some time talking with you guys today about some of those highlights of whoa, the show whoa, over whoa. the past you're, few you're years. You're going to interview us We're going to interview it's you guys a little bit. We're Dan gonna, Danielle, are you ready for that? 
Dude, honestly, when you guys wrote me an email, I was like, I am so nervous. And then I was like, no. why am I nervous? Like, I've done this before. They should be and nervous. Like, and whenever, whenever my guests would be like, I'm nervous, I'd be like, why? And now I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad for saying that to everyone who who said that to me. So, yeah, I'm ready, but I'm also nervous, right? <laughs> well, we'll just follow in your footsteps, trying to make it as fun as possible Amen. for you guys. Yeah. Um, so why don't we just start with from each of you and maybe Danielle, you can start. What would you say is your most memorable episode of these five seasons of Open Door Policy? You know, when I um, I was like thinking about this and something that someone told me right, right, right as I was starting ministry was this ministry is about relationships, not about tasks. So and I was thinking about like my like a memorable episode. Actually, one was just with my, uh, a friend of mine who's Joe Balistrieri. He's like also delightful and talented and like super holy. Um, but he's also a friend of mine in real life. This is why music's so powerful. When the word of God is set to music, I felt mm-hmm. like God's bringing this home. I don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. Wow. God's speaking through the music, the Holy Spirit speaking through that piece, a language I speak. That was a really cool highlight was to really dive into a good friend's um, spiritual, spiritual experience as well. What about you? Yeah. Uh, Steve? Well, well, just a moment about Joe. Like it was great having Joe on and talking about beauty, right? Talking about how God, yeah, evan- how we can evangelize through beauty and how God speaks through beauty. And Joe, who is the director of uh, sacred music in the archdiocese, how he has helped lots of people to experience God in that way. And I think what a great gift that was and a great way for all of us to think about what it means to encounter God in what's beautiful. Um, This is probably the wrong answer to give, but uh, honestly, Danielle, some of my favorite moments, my favorite episodes were talking, maybe just the two of us talking about about different things. I know we did like a couple of Christmas episodes, and that was a lot of fun talking about Christmas memories and traditions we had growing up and... What is the best holiday side dish? Growing up, we had a relish tray of pickles. Oh. And I loved those. I know we're both from from strong Catholic families, but, you know, different in so many ways. So to hear the traditions you had and even now, like how God's working in your life and then to share that. So um, sorry if that's the wrong answer, Emily. But uh, No wrong answers here. <laughs> no wrong answers. Uh, but, but honestly, I think my favorite uh, episodes were uh, just Danielle and I talking. No offense to any guests. Yeah, now I feel bad. Those are my favorite too. <laughs> uh. I also like those. <laughs> and then, and then, like as I'm saying this, I'm like, wait. And Father Patrick was like also a guest. So I wasn't going to say all it, these but great guests. Well, well, I don't remember yeah, that so episode. No, no. I, who was one of your funniest guests that come to mind? There's just you guys had good laughs. Oh, one of the funniest guests that we had on. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think, uh, Father Patrick, when you were in the studio, we had a lot of laughs and I remember that being a great joy. I don't have any one liners I can uh, throw out there, but I do think having you in the studio was one of the funnest times we had. What about you? You know what? What about you, DC? I, 
Yeah, I really thought it was hilarious when your sister came, just because I think that, like, every person exists, but no one exists in a vacuum, right? So you were formed because of, like, your experiences, your family. So having her, like, and meeting her, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I understand you so much, like, Hmm. so much better and differently, and your sense of humor, because her sense of humor was yours. Mm. Like, you guys had the same sense of humor. Two fathers, Could the world handle that? (laughs) Every mass, I would literally pray before we we went in that we sat on the side that the priest was distributing. (laughs) And I I don't know if it was God's sense of humor (laughs) or some special punishment, but 99% of the time... We did not sit on that side, and I. Might no one think, else was doing this no, in the church, and no. there were twelve of us. There were. T- we were not a inconspicuous <laughs> right. crowd. There was no. Yeah. We literally would stop traffic, and I wanted the 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 floor to open up and swallow me. I loved. I loved that one just for that reason, like like seeing you in a different um yeah, yeah. a different lens. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Other one. I don't know if you remember this, but um, Mike Evoy. Uh, and you'll have to oh. have the title because so many titles have changed. But it's he's he's like athletics of some kind, maybe CYO. He's no. with CHSL, I think. Yeah, he's the uh, okay. associate administrator for the Catholic High School League. Yeah, and his son came in too, and that was super Xavier. fun to have yeah. both of them. Yeah, Xavier. Xavier came Mike ready, Xavier. right? He came yeah, he ready was. with notes, and he was ready to go. It's not about winning or losing it's about growing deeper in faith amen perfect yeah. that's great he had written down all of our rapid fire questions awesome. and he had already quizzed his dad on them like because he wants to be <laughs> uh an announcer when he grows up yeah that was like by far the most homework we'd ever seen mm. but it was like fun too so those are lovely well one of the hallmarks of open door policy is the rapid fire question. So is there a most unexpected answer you can think of to hear from one of the guests to a, as an answer to a rapid fire question? Yeah, I'll go first Danielle. Um yeah. that'll give you a minute. Um I remember the uh, favorite emoji question with Father John Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Oh, no. <laughs> it was great. What, it's what like is, God's living stuffed animal. <laughs> what is the context for sending the panda emoji? Is that like, oh, it could be anything. Is that like a thumbs up in your mind? Is that a like could be goodbye? you had a baby, you get a panda. That's could be nice. uh, hey, nice homily, you get a panda. Oh, it's like could it's be like bad joy. homily. So panda. I've gotten more than one panda random uh, text messages <laughs> with that emoji from him, and uh, yeah, and I've sent him more than one as well. So that was one of my favorite answers to rapid fire. Uh, how about you, Danielle? No kidding. No, no kidding. That was mine, too, because I wrote notes on the homework we were given, and I wrote PANDA in all caps because <laughs> that was so unexpected. And, like, Father John Ricardo is, su- like, such a talented man and such a light and, like, so courageous and, like, cool yeah. and educated. When he was, like, my favorite, like, in my mind, I was, like, I don't even know if he uses emojis. <laughs> like, I just imagine that he, like, you, like, like, sent a text with like sourced material, right? Like, like hyperlinks in proper MLA format. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so, and he's like, sometimes I just text people pandas. It was like, like my (laughs) mind was like, like, who are we interviewing right right now? So I agree with you. Hey, uh, you guys have had, uh, I was looking through the roster again. I've, I've listened to the podcast and I, I've just was looking through the roster again, looking at all the different guests, just tons of guests. And, uh, 
you know, your answer can change in five minutes, but off the top of your head, thinking back about those episodes, who's one of the guests that, uh, yeah, as you did the interview and you went home, you just found that you were really inspired in your walk with Christ. I know it happened all the time, so it's not to insult any guests that don't get mentioned, but <clears throat> myself. But uh, but anyways, <laughs> who uh, you know, who is somebody that particularly just the grace of God that touched your heart? Their their witness on this podcast, Danielle. Um, you know, uh, this is the thing. It's it's such a beautiful and vulnerable thing to share mm. like faith experience with people that just about every time I was like, really like, this is so sacred that mm-hmm. people are sharing yeah. this with us. But the one that, um, just like really got me was, was Dr. Ray. Wow. Um, he had a story, his, um, had a uh, very tragic loss. His, his son died young um, and he had an incredible encounter with Jesus through the process. And like, I, I didn't know that going in. Um, I, like I didn't, I did not know him prior to the interview. Um, so I didn't know the story going in and it was like so touching and moving that I was like really like moved to tears wow. hearing it. I closed my eyes, and this has never really happened to me. I don't get visions or hear things ever. Yeah. But I just was seeing my son Joe, like, literally on the altar being worked on by Jesus. Mm. And it just sort of, I just knew, you know, the poor boy, he was so wounded and so messed up, but Jesus was working on him. So mm-hmm. I, it was like, I know it's not, he's not mine anymore. He's Jesus's. And I had this complete peace that had come over me. Two days after I lost my son, I, don't, I could I can't even remember how I walked into the church right. that night. There's like a slight lag between when we record them and then when they are published, right? Thanks to Ron, our producer, who like shines them all up. And there were I remember like I tried to tell people I'd just like be talking to friends about the guests and like I could never even get through his story without crying mm. because of just how powerful his faith was right like faith is is always important but like it really Whoa. matters when it's hard right Amen. um and that's when it's I think really impressive and so I was really moved by by him his story among so many others how about you father steve yeah that was great we didn't you know i didn't have a great sense of how much we would talk about suffering there and we we've obviously shared a lot of laughs and a lot of joyful times but to hear someone in the midst of suffering that's about as deep as you can get when you lose a child and to hear the way that like christ was his rock not in a kind of superficial way that downplays the suffering but in a way that says, even in the midst of all of this, I will still trust in him. Um, I found that to be uh, to be really beautiful. Um, the uh, the guest that inspires me, uh, just thinking about it now, you know, I, I had a chance to talk to Christina Marchetti not too long ago, and just uh, you know the work she's done in the pro life movement, the work yes. she's done with her own family, and kind of in in this kind of witness she's providing, I found her to be just a really inspirational person and someone who has um, really walked the walk in her discipleship with the Lord, but also the way she feels called to work in this, the ministry of, uh, of the pro-life movement. Um, I'm constantly inspired by seeing that. So Christina was one of the ones that stood out to me as the most inspiring. Praise the Lord.
you know, the clients we serve are not Catholic. Um, mm-hmm. They're not pro-life. They're there because they're in a really difficult spot and they're considering having an abortion. But because of the foundation I've been given, um, just that knowledge that life is valuable no matter what and that God has a plan for each and every life and that there is a soul from the moment of conception. I mean, that has just so framed my mentality when I go in to counsel someone or to train someone to counsel or how I shape our program. That's really great. Thanks so much for sharing those guys. I'm hoping that listeners will, you know, then be reminded of these beautiful moments that you've had over the years and can even go back and listen to some of those episodes. When you look at the experience as a whole of being on the show and hosting the show and hosting all these different people through the funny moments and those deep, um, beautiful, vulnerable sharing moments, what would you say is one of the greatest blessings or more than one of being on the show and just the experience as a whole, Father Steve? Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, the, I, I'm sure I'm going to bungle how I say this because it could sound weird, but um, there have been a few people who have come up to me that I don't know and who are listeners of the show and have told me how much it helps them in their discipleship. And uh, I like, I don't know, you know, you sit in a studio like this and uh, there's just a couple of us and we're talking into microphones and you don't have a sense of who it's going to reach. And to kind of meet someone who is trying to follow the Lord or open to following the Lord and to hear that this was helpful for them, um, I found that to be just an incredible blessing. And you know, before I go to bed, I make an examination of conscience, both what I need to repent of from that day, but also what I'm grateful for for that day. And I found the few times that happened, like as I was going to bed making this examination of conscience, I was thinking just, man, God is so good that he lets me be a part of the work he does in people's mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that's probably the greatest blessing. How about you, Danielle? Yeah, that's that's really profound. I think um I think there was a lot, right? I think that um the, there's this process, right, of of deciding who our guests are. And so, uh just like so the listeners know, like Father Steve and I had like a shared Google sheet and we'd, you know, write up all these names and and try to make sure we um more like, you know, giving, giving good airtime to like all kinds, like different kinds of, of like expression of vocation and all these things. And so I think one thing that was really cool is just realizing how beautiful discipleship looks in so many ways. You know, um, every time someone would come in, they would have just really cool stories and experiences. And so it was just really neat to see how the Holy Spirit was working in like all of these ways um i i i never left without being like wow what a great what a great story what a great what a great human i'm so glad we're all on the same team Mm -hmm. i gotta i gotta ask you guys a curve throw you guys a curveball uh-oh the man behind the machine like the podcast is so beautifully produced uh ron pangborn what's your favorite ron pangborn memory <laughs> That's a great question. Danielle has known yeah, Ron really longer weird. than I have, so uh, yeah, I'm going to put Danielle on the spot to go first. <laughs> so yeah, so the, the listeners like wouldn't know this either, but when um, when Father Steve and I would be in a studio with the guests, 
Ron is there the entire time, too. Before we get there, after we leave, putting things together. He lives um, here. He <laughs> lives here. He's got a little cot that folds into yeah, the wall. This is all he does. And as it's also funny. Another thing the listeners wouldn't know is we would try to talk about him and, like, thank him in the episodes, mm. but he would always edit it out. Wow. So, yeah. So, hopefully, this makes it, Ron. But, can't edit um, this out. I, yeah, I can't edit this out. Yes, I can. We hear Ron call out. Well, so I, I used to work for the Chancery uh, years and years ago, and and Ron and years I worked and in the same ago. department. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, and Ron and I li- uh, worked in the same department, and um, he he had like a kind of a staggered schedule. So he would come in maybe an hour or two later than everyone, because then he would stay like an hour or two later. And um, when he would come in, we would say our prayers together, him and I, and we, and we would pick, like, we would switch every day. So sometimes it would be like scripture, sometimes it would just be like a made up prayer or a traditional prayer, but it was super cool to have, to have someone um, to pray with. Prayer partner Pangborn. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, he's on, my friend. Yeah, on a lighter note, Ron, uh, sometimes I have to come back and record introductions or some other things. And I do like uh, when Ron pushes me to give more energy. It's it's easier <laughs> to be more energetic when there's kind of people you're talking to in the room. But when we have to record other things, I'll hear from Ron. All right, let's get some of that energy. Come on. Come on. Uh, let's yeah, do another yeah, take. Yeah. So those are some. That's a fond memory of Ron I have. But I think now we're supposed to ask uh, Emily and Father Patrick some questions. So we've done a lot of looking back, which is great. But the yeah. Christian life is not just about looking back. It's about looking forward and hope to what the future will hold. So I'll go first. And Emily, what can we expect to see on this podcast in 2021 and beyond? Thank you so much, Father Steve. Yeah, we're super excited to bring Open Door Policy back after the break during the pandemic. Um, Some things that will be the same is definitely still having different guests on, sharing their stories. Like uh, you mentioned, that's been so powerful to hear from a variety of different people. Um, One thing that I think we're really looking forward to doing is, you know, having that chance during this break to think about what does open door policy mean? What does it mean to have that, you know, that sort of practice of anyone is welcome to come in and share their story, all are welcome here. And what does it look like to go out through those doors and give that testimony witness and thinking about of all those 54 plus episodes that Mm -hmm. you've done, Mm -hmm. all the different moments that people were able to share, like how the time they encountered Christ. So Father Patrick and I are really inspired um, by that part of the podcast and looking ahead to 2021, um, inviting others to share their faith journeys on the podcast as well. Yeah, being a listener to the podcast, I think, uh, you know, it's beautiful. And having the guests in and hearing their stories, um, you know, the thing that's on my heart going forward is, uh, Father Steve, did you do the 30-day Ignatian retreat? You betcha I did, yeah. Yeah, the whole, um, you know, as you listen to the 54 episodes, there's always these moments of grace. And you and Danielle did a great job of always bringing out highlighting uh, like the the nuggets of grace that just serve as a great point to talk about for people to reflect on. And thinking about the paradigm in the Archdiocese of Detroit for evangelization of encounter, grow, and witness, this podcast has a great heritage of beautiful spiritual principles being unfolded episode after episode 
that help people to continue to grow in their relationship with the Lord. So as we as we have guests on who are witnessing, speaking about their encounter with the Lord Jesus, I think there's all kinds of beautiful graces that will continue to be released that help us grow. And then, you know, as best as we can, seeking to continue to allow this podcast to be something that equips people even to witness, gets them fired up to go out. Mm-hmm. So we're just we're just continuing the, the great work, I pray, that's already been been laid by you guys here. So that's that's my vision going forward is that this would continue to be, God willing, a mighty instrument for the Lord to use to inspire hearts with the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, guys. And then another question is, what are you looking forward to as uh, co-hosts? What's making you excited? I'm really looking forward to just getting to know a lot of different guests from around the Archdiocese. It's been super inspiring to me coming here and hearing about Unleash the Gospel. It's not just the letter. It's not just, you know, the brand or the content that we're publishing, but it's really meant to be a movement of joyful missionary disciples. And, you know, it's not a movement without people or without building community around some like people being inspired by the letter and actually going out and living their life differently. So I'm super excited just to get to hear the different ways people are doing that. Um, I came here because I was called by the Lord to serve in the chancery in our work, but I love to hear and connect with some of the people who are doing that work on the ground in their own lives, whether it's with their family or in their parish, um, in a different ministry. So that's what I'm most excited about, just to be getting a chance to get to know the, that community that's here. Uh, I'm just going to jump in really quick, Father Patrick, and then we're going to get to you, because I think that a lot of the listeners already know Father Patrick, and maybe not Emily as well. So um, Emily, can you just uh, tell me a little bit uh, where where you're going to church now and um, what you love about the city and kind of what brought you here. And where you're from, too, like <laughs> where, where you came from. Yeah. yeah, so I came from South Bend, Indiana. Um, is, is there a school there? There is. There is. A, oh, St. Mary's <laughs> College is there, right? Holy Cross College <laughs> Holy well. Cross College. And is there another one? <laughs> there is. There's also the University of Notre Dame. All right, all so right. That's actually where oh, I was. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, that's actually where I was working before uh, I came here to the Archdiocese of Detroit. Um, I'm now living downtown. So I about a year ago, I had come here to visit for a work trip, but then God really put it on my heart that I was being called to serve in the the Archdiocese. And um, yeah, so a year year later, here we are. It's been an amazing wow. pandemic and all. Um, so I actually work in the Chancery, I work in the Department of Communications. Um, I do a variety of different things there. Um, but well, Do you have a job title? I, I do have a job What's title. What's your job title? My job title is Associate Director of Strategy for the Department of Ooh. Communications. It's a very big title, <laughs> just given that the, the job I was actually originally came here to do got a little bit mumble jumbled in the pandemic when the missionary strategic planning kind of got put on hold mm-hmm. for families of parishes. Mm-hmm. So it's actually been a really exciting adventure to do a lot of different things, including now getting, and this I get to work with Father Pulis on this a lot, uh, serving our different she has to work <laughs> <laughs> helping the other offices in the chancery you know get engagement with the amazing work that they're doing and publishing content for the unleash the gospel brand so and is south bend home yeah. or is that where you went to college or both it's both so wow. i mostly grew up there our families are still there so but i always tell people my friends that the discernment to come here was even like a harder bigger deal to me than even marriage because it was the big deal to leave our families but yeah. i i feel i have roots in detroit too so my dad grew up um, in the area and I still have some family in the suburbs and my grandparents lived in Gross Point so it was a That's little cool. bit like coming home oh. I've, I've felt connected to the city so uh, last question on this on like the bio stuff like tell me something about South Bend other mm. than like Notre Dame like 
Like something someone wouldn't know about South Bend. Oh, something they wouldn't know? Uh, there's like intense devotion to St. Joseph everywhere, awesome. which is pretty great. So Whoa. there's like multiple St. Joseph parishes. There's St. Joseph County, St. Joseph River. So it actually, it's a really super Catholic town, not even just from Notre Dame. It was like Catholic wow. even before that. And so I love it. Um, so we went to St. Uh, Joseph Parish there and we've, I've been trying to parish hop a little bit during mm-hmm. the pandemic just to get to know the area. Um, but living downtown and then I have to monitor the live stream masses on Sunday morning too. So that's <laughs> uh, been my yeah. parish has been the cathedral live stream as well. Uh, but also St. Aloysius is close to where I live. So that's been great. Awesome. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful church, St. Aloysius. You it like is. It? But then, yeah, I do. But enough about me, guys. Uh, I'm Father Patrick, <laughs> oh, I, would, that was I would love to hear awesome. from you about why you were excited uh, to join the podcast. Well, um, I, you know, I kind of spent it on that last answer. But this one, I would just add uh, the Holy Spirit. You know, this, this is a beautiful ministry that... Is, is Holy Spirit filled as part of the Unleashed the Gospel movement? Just can't wait to see what the Holy Spirit has in store. So yeah. to be moving with the Holy Spirit in this podcast is what I'm most excited about. And, and I think Danielle's right. Most people do know Father Patrick, but you'll get to know him more and more throughout this and uh, get to see all the wonderful gifts the Lord has given him for proclaiming the gospel and being joyful and kind of um, being open to the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, speaking of that, what do you, Danielle and Father Steve, what, uh, what are the things that you're up to in your lives in ministry that you're excited about and going forward? Yeah. Do you want to start, Danielle? Well, I'll tell you guys what I'm working on today, but I'm really excited. Ah. Is uh, The listeners might not know this. I do a lot of art on my own. I do awesome. a lot of linoleum carving, is, and I do like really obscure Catholic linoleum carving. And Father Steve just helped me with one because I wow. found this legend about St. Peter and his wife. And I was like, is this legit? And I had to email him, and he's like, it's fine. I was like, thanks, Sam. <laughs> so I was working on that. And it's then, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. And then uh, I'm 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 working on a little series right now of of saints when they were girls oh. and with a focus on like discern uh, with diversity so like really focusing on like I've just been really touched this summer to to really try to as like an artist be more like be more aware of of how I portray like what Catholicism is and how it's portrayed mm-hmm. um, and I, I yeah so I'm uh, working on that that's been fun and then yeah that's that's, that's my artist at the moment. What about you, Father Steve? Yeah, uh, a few cool things, fun things that I'm excited about. Um, they're, uh, they're at different levels. So one of them is this kind of course we put together for, as Father Patrick mentioned, the Encounter Grow Witness paradigm, uh, what we're calling the Detroit model of evangelization. Woo, woo. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> yeah, so we put that together at, towards the end of 2020 and uh, going to share it with parish leaders and uh, staffs to kind of think about, you know, as we move into families of parishes to think about what it means for us to have a heart for evangelization, but also to be strategic about how we think about evangelization. Because we know, you know, it might be in our bones in some ways, but it's not in kind of the lifeblood of our parishes often. Um, We do have to be intentional about saying, how can we structure our parishes to move people along after they've encountered the Lord? How do we help them grow deeper? Mm -hmm. And after they've grown deeper, how do we make it not just kind of a country club where, you know, it's for the initiated, but that we go outward, as Father Patrick said, and be men and women who witness to the power of Jesus's mercy to the world. Another thing I'm working on is, um, uh, you know, a new podcast coming out that's uh, geared more towards the uh, parish staff and parish leadership model. Uh, sorry, 
parish staff and parish leadership uh, members to, um, yeah, just to help people who, you know, who feel their, their calling is to work full time for the church or to give a significant amount of their time and effort and energy into that work, uh, how we help them. You know, it, it's so important. I know, Danielle, you and I have talked about that, how when we mix our faith and our work, that can really cause some some challenges and some friction, um, some difficulties. And so we need, I just, it's been on my heart to be particularly attentive to helping um, people who work for and in the church to grow closer to the Lord. And then the one that I am probably most excited about is the uh, scripture challenge we're doing in 2021. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're trying to make 2021 a year this year to be a year for growing as a disciple of the Lord. And Pope Francis has said time and time again that one of the best ways we can do that is to be rooted in the Word of God. Unleash the Gospel called us to recommit to time for reading Scripture. And so we know, you know, not everyone's going to be able to pick up the Bible and plow through the whole Bible in a year. So we have plans for everyone from the spiritual couch potato to the spiritual endurance athlete to have a plan in 2021 to make scripture a more ready part or a a more regular part of your life. And so I am so excited for those efforts and to be helping people all throughout the Archdiocese of Detroit and beyond to make 2021 a year to grow as a disciple in the Lord, especially by reading scripture. Father Steve, you wrote an article, I think it was for the Encounter Grow Witness community earlier this year, earlier in 2020, about how important reading scripture was to the life of a disciple. And I was so inspired by that. And as someone who my only encounter with the Bible really has been hearing it in mass on Sundays, decided to start working my way through it. So I've been slowly but surely crawling through the Old Testament, but very excited to kind of try one of these new scripture guilds in 2021. Praise God. Let's do an air high five, a COVID safe high five. And what about, um, I think I saw an email that uh, another 52 Sundays was coming out. Five, two Sundays is back and better than ever. Uh, you know, this is, this is one of my favorite projects we've done and just kind of Sunday by Sunday, a way to reclaim Sunday for the Lord. We heard from so many people how helpful it was. We didn't know there was going to be a pandemic and we didn't know people were going to have to do this at home. But, you know, Father Patrick, Emily, Danielle, this is how God works, right? Amen, he moves brother. us to do something. And then later on, we see why it was so important. And so this new book of 52 Sundays, second year, uh, we're doing a f- particular emphasis on martyrs this year. So awesome. each week we'll highlight a different martyr because in Unleash the Gospel, the Archbishop called us to see martyrdom as the paradigm mm-hmm. for discipleship. Yeah. So super excited for 52 Sundays uh 2021 edition, um, All Martyrs. I wanted it to be all red to mark martyrdom. Yeah. Uh, Emily and yeah, her team vetoed direction that. <laughs> got inserted there. There is red. <laughs> but it's not like dripping. No, with, it's not uh, dripping in blood. Still family okay. friendly. <laughs> And this is, this is why Emily is so vital to the organization. Strategy. Strategy in there, yeah. And if you, uh, listeners, if you are hearing this, you can still order your copy awesome. of 52 Sundays or sign up for weekly emails at 52sundays.com. That's awesome. 52sundays.com. Yeah. Send it right to you. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Hey, uh, you know, it's for the listeners who have got to enjoy uh, Father Steve and Danielle, um, sometimes it's neat to hear different stories, and I just have a couple really, really quick ones uh, as we get ready to 
hang in the in the rafters of this studio uh the jersey of <laughs> father steve polis and the jersey of danielle center that shall never be worn again what what number um, are you danielle danielle what number are you um I'm going to say four because my birthday and my birth month are the same, and it's 4-4. Four, four. So you can send me a birthday card on April 4th if you want. Okay. Perfect. How about, that? How what about, about you, Fausti? Uh, I'd rather not say. No, well, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's okay. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. You take I'm my totally jersey off. Kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm the fly, I answer. <laughs> that's too personal. Uh, no, I would say double zero. <laughs> So there in Uh-oh. this studio, the next time you come through, you will see on this white pillar up high, <laughs> as the good Lord is my witness, God willing, and the crick don't rise, your names will be enshrined up there. And a quick story for the listeners. Um, Danielle Center, when I was a shrine, assigned at the Shrine of the Little Flower, the first time I met her, she came down the hallway, and I am not kidding, her joy was palpable. And she wasn't like shouting or anything. She was just coming down the hallway. And she had a book in her hand and she said hi and was just super kind and joyful and said, can I read you a quote? And it was the joy of the gospel that had just come out and she just dropped a great quote on me. And uh, as I, I remember leaving her presence saying, that woman is full of the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord. And, and it was my first time meeting Danielle. And as all of you know, like uh, through and through, uh, that is Danielle Center, the real deal. That is so funny because I remember, I remember meeting you and yeah. I was like, but I don't remember any of that. I just remember being like, Hey, do you want to pray with me? And you were like, sure. <laughs> and then you left and I was like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But then oh. we were friends. So it, it all worked out. It was great. The backstory is I yeah. was actually on my way to go and pray like a blessing and deliverance for a house where there was activity. So I was scared. <laughs> I was, it was my first time going to do that. And I was like, oh, and then God let me meet Danielle. So, so let me tell the first time meeting Emily, if I can. Emily and I have uh, been on, I don't know, I feel like 200 Zoom meetings together. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> like oh, never yeah. ending. And then it was uh, the archbishop was celebrating a mass for the end of racism or praying against racism in the archdiocese. And this was in August, September at Corpus Christi. It must have been September because I just moved here. Okay, so it was September and... I get to see Emily in person. I thought, she is real. She's not just a hologram <laughs> on a computer screen. And I thought, you're so much taller than I thought. <laughs> right. Oh, all right. So, yeah. That was actually at Corpus yeah. Christi before I yeah. even knew you, Father Patrick, but oh. it was your parish. So that was I didn't know you hadn't lived here until August. You've, <laughs> I know. You have been on the screen. And Father Steve, uh, anybody, any of the priests in the diocese who were in the seminary with him or, or guys that were um, seminarians, Father Steve is like the ultimate brother, and he's always looking out. Like anybody that was younger than him or below his class, always making sure. And then that the, you know, just checking in on guys. That was that was my main uh, recollection. Of Father Steve, just an amazing brother, and still to this day among his clergy, amazing brother. And then also for sports fans out there. Father Steve never saw a jump shot he didn't like or think he could make. <laughs> Get him, baby. Get him. Get it. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do is call Father Steve and ask him, like, sporting athletic questions. I'd be like, have you, you ever serious? heard of the NCAA? And he's like, it's the NCAA, Danielle. Everyone knows oh. what it is. It's so fun. Listen oh. to that laugh. Perfect. Well, I Perfect. am I am super confident that Open Door Policy is in great hands oh. with Emily Mentock and Father Patrick Gagno, and I just want to thank both of you for taking the reins. And uh, as Father Solanus Casey says, I want to thank God ahead of time 
for what he's going to do through you with this podcast. Well, thank you, Father Stephen. Behalf of all the Open Door Policy yes. listeners and everyone on our team, everyone who's ever just been touched by the show, we just want to thank you guys yes. for your years of service and all the yes. hours that you've put into this podcast. And uh, just thank God for the fruits that have come out of it, all the blessings and graces. And hopefully we'll, we'll have some more as the Open Door Policy legacy continues this year. And you got to come back and visit Father Stephen Danielle. Definitely. To see, at least see your name in the rafters. <laughs> All right, Danielle, we got to do that, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I'm making a shirt right now as we speak. <laughs> yeah, we'll hang it up. Well, thanks again so much for your for your time today and to do this transition episode for the listeners. Um, if you're hearing this now, you should expect to see, hear a new episode of Open Door Policy after many months away in just a few weeks. So be sure to subscribe whenever you get your podcasts um, or sign up for the emails at unleashthegospel.org. Father Steve, you want to lead us in a prayer, brother? God, we praise you and thank you for all of these gifts, the gifts that have come in the past and the gifts that will come. We ask that we uh, be worthy of what you have given us so that together we can uh, make our way to heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 God bless Josh. This is Danielle Center. This is Father Steve Polis. This is Father Patrick Agnew. This is Emily Mentock. And this has been another episode of Open Door Policy. Bum, 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 ba, na, 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 na.